What makes us different from you know, any cybersecurity firm out there is our SaaS platform called B-Pentest. And what our SaaS platform does is it automates what a hacker does on a company's network without a company having to hire an actual hacker or even outsourcing. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast, where we highlight and explore the views of thought leaders and organizations across the tech industry. We're presenting topics on leadership, sales, and trends from our perspective as individuals and, of course, as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast. We are thrilled to continue our special series with the ConnectWise Pitch IT participants. Now today, we have a very special guest joining us. She's actually in the same city that I am in, which is fantastic. But we are joined today by Trammy, and she is very, what I call, strategic in what she does, hence the title, Chief Strategy Officer. Now, she's a Chief Strategy Officer for a cybersecurity firm, Vana High Security. And she has over 15 years experience in the design digital marketing space. Now her specialties include marketing strategy, branding, which is very important, digital media, creative direction, UI, UX design, graphic design, and content strategy. I mean, what do you not do, right? So today we'll be discussing what it's like to be the chief strategy officer for a cybersecurity firm in today's rapidly evolving security landscape. A lot of breaches are happening today and happening more now than ever before. And if you're a small business owner, you need to be wary. Trammy, welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast. Awesome, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Hey, this is David Brown, and uh, I wanna say thank you for coming to join us. My twin and I will introduce ourselves as we're speaking, so our guests, our listening audience will know who's asking you the question. Trammy, I'm excited to talk about your role and your focus and your organization, but before we go there, Vana High Security, I want you to talk about the origin of the name, Vana High, what it means, and then you can tell us about what Vana High does, your solution, how it mimics how, the way a hacker would target an organization. So start with the origin of the name, where it came from, and then tell us a little bit about your organization. Yeah, definitely. So when we were coming out with a company name, as you mentioned earlier, uh, Danny, branding is super important. Uh, we didn't want to come up with a name that people already knew or recognized. We wanted something just different, no one's ever heard of. And so um, we came up with Vanahai, which actually means to pull from fire in Hungarian and Polynesian. And you'll see that represented in our logo. You'll see one side of um, our, our Vanahai V is gray and the other side is red. And that's to kind of represent um, what that name means is because we're we're in a position to help our customers um, and, and organizations out there pull themselves from fire because getting breached or even you know putting yourself out there at risk to a cyber hacker is, is not fun. And so we, we kind of had got fun with the name and incorporated all that into the branding. Jeremy, tell me a little bit about what Vana High does. I know I kind of went in there a little bit. You talked about just the whole imagery, pulling them out the fire. We talked about how your organization solution mimics the way a hacker would try to go after an organization and, and find uh, all its vulnerabilities. Are, are there any other areas or any aspects of the organization that we should understand and know about that makes yours so unique from anything else out there? 
Absolutely. What makes us different from, you know, any cybersecurity firm out there is our SaaS platform called BPentest. And what our SaaS platform does is it automates what a hacker does on a company's network without a company having to hire an actual hacker or even outsourcing. Um, so what our application does is it does the exact same thing. Our founder, Alton, he's been hacking for 10 or 15 years. And so he basically replaced himself using code. And our platform does exactly what he would do on a company network when he's hacking, except now instead of having to do the same things over and over, using code, we're able to scale and make our platform even more advanced so that our customers get the best pen test um, at all times without any human error. This is Danny. I will tell you, being in this managed services, IT services space, this is crucial for the MSPs out there. And I'm so glad that you guys have a solution to partner with MSPs. And we'll get to that later on. Uh, a lot of MSPs are saying, look, I don't know what to do. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I don't it's know. too expensive, right? Exactly. I, I don't have enough bandwidth. I don't have enough money to hire a dedicated pen tester. I just don't. Um, and I don't have the specialties, right? I'm, I came from break fix to traditional managed services. I don't even have the, the MSSP portion in. I don't have the security practice, but I need it. My clients need it. So to be able to have a partner like yourself to work with would be a, what I call value add for them and allow them to continue to stay in front of their client in a very positive light. Now, going back to your particular title and your particular role within the organization, how are you assisting the CEO? And, and you gave us a little insight that he was able to take his uh, ability to be an ethical hacker and build that out into a subscription-based SaaS model that works out really well. But how are you also able to help guide that strategy now that you're in the partner community, you're with the ConnectWise partner community, you know what MSPs want. How are you assisting him on the direction of the organization and how that can continue to grow in the right uh, direction for the future? Well, I think for one, with any SaaS uh, platform or SaaS product, having a solid user experience is very key, right? So before I came on board, um, our platform looked like it was designed by a hacker. It wasn't very pretty. Um, it was, it was, I'm not proud of it, to be honest. I'm glad, I'm glad I joined because now it actually looks really nice. It's uh, one of the things that we get co complimented on constantly is the UI. They say, there's two things that we get complimented on all the time. And this is how I know that, you know, together we're a great team and we're doing the right thing is they always say, we love the automation. We love the UI. And that is our area of expertise. Alton is great with the automation part, hacking. I am really good with the strategy, understanding the customer, and then translating that into a user experience that makes it easier for them to use the platform. Um, because that's key. Like you mentioned earlier, cybersecurity is not easy. It's not something that people can easily pick up and do. So having a SaaS platform that can automate that, but having it also easy and guide the user is going to be really key to that user adoption. This is Danny again. One of the things that stands out is the way you talk about usability is very important. I know a lot of times we have a product out there, and if you're the technical designer, owner of a product, you're very proud of the baby that you created. However, sometimes you need someone from an outside perspective saying, look, it's great, but I don't know how to use it. It's great, but I don't know how to navigate. It's great, but I don't know where to go. And to be able to have somebody from a user experience to come in and be able to say, here's how it should look, here's how it should flow, it's still going to say the same information. It's still going to produce the same results, but now it's a lot user-friendly. Would you agree to that, that sometimes that's really what takes a product that's great to be a product that's like standing out above the rest of the competition is having something that people can actually use? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the onboarding is a big thing, right? You have some applications that are so complex, you know, that you have to pay an onboarding fee to just to onboard and learn how to use the platform. So that's definitely key. Um, you know, the shorter that you can shorten that onboarding time and having that user jump in and use your platform right away within the next 30 minutes or an hour um, is that key to like adopting, right? Because you, you want to reduce any barrier to entry for using your platform. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire. Optimize how you spend, save, and grow your money with the Millionaire Me app. Millionaire Me was designed to help Gens X, Y, and Z become after-tax millionaires in retirement. Even if you haven't started saving, you can get started. Get all the tools that you'll need in one easy-to-use app to get you toward your goal of retiring as a millionaire. So remember, pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire. Go to the App Store, download the app to get started, and even now you could join in their campaign this month entitled the March Forward Savings Challenge. Get started and learn how to become that millionaire. This is Danny, and a lot, I remember back in the day when people were taking their products that worked very well on the browser, and then you're transitioning it, and you realize that it doesn't work well on the phone. Right. I, I, that was a part of Ford I was working with. I was like, I can't buy the freaking license on my phone. Where's the button? But it's on yeah. the browser. But I'm on my. I'm like, I'm in a data center. I'm. I need to buy a component right there on the spot, and I, I can see that. There's it is right there, but I just can't purchase the button right there because it was never designed to work right. from a browser that's on your laptop, desktop to work on your smartphone or your tablet. So it's very important because when you think about usability, that's one of the things that really stands out. It, it doesn't matter how cheap your platform is, how expensive it is. If I can't use it or it's too difficult for me to learn, and, and trust me, I think I consider myself uh, somewhat intelligent, then I'm going to just walk away and go somewhere else even if it right. costs me twice as much. So I really think that's fantastic. You guys are doing that. Real quick question. Outside of giving this uh, 
uh, penetration testing platform. You guys also do network security assessment, application security assessment, but you have this really cool function called the Red Team Services. Can you tell us a little bit about what is the Red Team Services? Yeah, definitely. So our Red Team Assessment is it's gonna be different for different organizations. Red teaming is basically, so with a network penetration test or you know an app application penetration test, okay. you're just getting permission to exploit a network or an app or a website. Um, but with red team assessment, it's like, hey, I don't care how you get in, just hack me and then tell me where it at, <laughs> where where my holes are. So that could be um, that's where the fun kind of comes in because that you know with that it could be pen testing, there's social engineering, there's phishing campaign, yep. um, it could be a whole variety of things. But the whole point of a red team assessment is, you know, I don't care what you do, you have our permission to just get in. They can even send an email uh, as if it's coming from the CEO of your company. Sure, yeah. It could be an email coming from Sean. But it's yeah. not really Sean. It's someone who masquerades as Sean, and so exactly. maybe they have hair in a beard. Nobody can masquerade. Nobody can masquerade as me. Let's be <laughs> This is David Tramey, and I'm glad that we're going into this and helping our audience and other MSPs understand that they give you the ability to, in a way, sandbox this and find ways to play around with how to get in, how to hack, how to how to find those vulnerabilities. That's what this is all about. As a matter of fact, uh, Vonahai is offering a free trial for all MSPs to see the value of what they could do for your organization. At the very end, we'll go ahead and encourage you to go to their website and get that started to be able to understand what they could do for your organization. Uh, right? You heard in the background a, a, a different voice that wasn't mine, it wasn't my twins. It was another voice. You could say a triplet, but it was not. Although we look, we can look confusing to people. We might look like we're related. But Sean Lardell is the evangelist for ConnectWise, and he's really the architect behind Pitch IT. And he's brought incredible leaders together to talk about their platform, their integration with using ConnectWise, and then turning it around and saying, as an incubator, we're going to help support you and your growth as an organization. I love that. So, Sean, talk about Pitch IT, what you're trying to do with that. And then I want to bring Tramey back on to talk about her experience as a participant in the Pitch IT competition or Pitch It competition. You can call pitch it IT. You can call pitch it, pitch IT, pitch it IT. Take your pick. It really doesn't matter. Everybody says their own thing. However, yeah. So thanks for having having me on, guys, and bringing Trimmy on with me too. Um, pitch it really is uh, exactly what it sounds like. You're pitching your product. You're pitching your company. Uh, the difference being is that you know, Shark Tank meets the Voice. Let's call it that, right? And and uh, with it, with a little bit of slant to March Madness. That's exactly how I, when we sat down last year and we redeveloped this, uh, you know, me, Andrea and Louie were my, they're my, they're my team within ConnectWise. They have their own other jobs. They actually volunteered to help me do this because they believe in it. And so when we started building out this program, uh, recreating it, uh, we, you know, it was really about how do we make it effective? How do we make it a win for ConnectWise and a win for the partners? But then how do we make it a win for the vendors that are applying and coming into this? Um, and, and you have, we had to consider all the parties, you know? Um, and so when we went down this path with it, it, it turned into, again, it's always been a shark tank concept. There was always a comp, there was always a final at the end, but there was never there, there. We, where we were missing was the body of the work, the, you know, of, of what was going on. And one thing we wanted to make sure we addressed and made it, we're asking people like Jeremy for a lot of their time. They're investing a great deal of time and effort and even money because they, have to take their time. They have to buy certain things or invest in 
sponsoring, or they have to invest in a creative art team in some cases, depending on who they are, right? So take your pick to, and, and we're asking them to do these things. So the best way to give back is to educate them on gaps. We don't know what they, and we don't know what they are. We don't know what they know and don't know, but we know we wanted to provide enough um, of top level uh, thought leaders, um, app, people that actually apply to day to day that have actually accomplished things we're teaching on to actually give these workshops. And then not to mention the other thing we want to make sure we did was get them exposure, start to get them in, and start to get them used to working in the space. Cause some of these people have never even been in the MSP space. A lot have, some have done indirectly have done some stuff, right. But you know, it's still, this is such a vast world and to be able to be noticed and it comes back to Andy, you said it before about like the difference between having a, a great product and one that really stands out. Sometimes if nobody knows, it doesn't even matter. You can have all, you can have the greatest UI and the greatest product and the greatest everything. But if nobody knows you exist, then you really don't exist. It's not the greatest. That's a fact, right? And so that's what we focused on is how do we get them out there? How do we, how do we get them aligned with people like you guys? You know, how do we get them in your audience? How do we bribe? And, and again, it's really good for them in, in doing these things. So these webinars, the education, the development, everything is so good all in all because it gives us longevity. Gives them longevity, gives us longevity. And that way, there's no excuses why we can't look for the next generation of new emerging technologies because these guys will eventually be an anchor company in our space. They absolutely will. They're, they came as a startup. They're going to hit a level where they're going to scale up and they're going to be an anchor or they're going to be acquired by an anchor company. Take your pick. Either way, they're still going to be an anchor. So what happened, then there's the next generation that comes up. And now we have a repeatable scalable process to keep doing this. And there's an, and, the, and really last year, these guys all set the standard. Like this next, this next crop, this next class of pitcher people. I mean, they have a, they have big shoes to fill. So that's it in a nutshell. Well, that's pretty exciting. This is David, Sean. And I want to ask Tramie for her experience as a participant. And I believe she was a runner up for the mm -hmm. 2022 pitch it competition. So, Tramie, tell me about your experience in that competition. What's changed since then? And what do you look forward to seeing as a result of that? Absolutely. So being a part of the pitch it competition, um, you know, we were just growing in the MSP space. We ended 2021 with 90 MSP partners. And so, you know, we already had that traction and momentum, but we needed to scale fast, right? So we we had all the opportunities in the world to figure out how to build the best product, make it user-friendly. Now we're ready to get the word out there. So Pitch It landed in our lap at the perfect time. So we started in May with Pitch It. And I just got to say that Pitch It program gave us the opportunity to enter the MSP market and we came in hot. Um, I mean, we ended the year and it's not just pitch it, right? It's a combination of the whole team's effort and us just continuing to push it and taking advantage of all the resources that pitch it gave us. But thanks to pitch it, you know, we, when we started pitch it back in March, we had about maybe a hundred MSPs. We ended the year with 305 MSPs. Um, so, I mean, we're talking about triple growth. And just within the first quarter, we've onboarded, you know, 50 MSPs. So that momentum is continuing to get to, uh, to grow even to this year. So I would say the value of Pitch It has been huge for us in terms of helping us get brand awareness, um, getting more involved with the MSP community, 
and leveraging ConnectWise. You know, you guys are, you know, one of the giants in the MSP space. So it's awesome having this program to kind of help us leverage some of the expertise and resources that you already have um, and helping emerging vendors like us uh, get into that space and, and grow successfully. I got to add something though. So yeah, we can't take all the credit on the pitch side for sure. Of all the teams that competed, Bonahai was the most active everywhere. Like Trammy's not exaggerating when she said takes advantage of resources. She totally, they, they as a group took complete advantage of the resources, um, used it to their advantage, constantly promoted everything they were involved in, understood the importance of co-branding with a company like ConnectWise, leveraged the hell out of it as she should, as they all should. So they did a great job in that. Yes, we introduced them to people, but really I can introduce you to, I can introduce you to a million people today. If you don't do anything with them, then it didn't make a difference. You've done nothing. I just, all you did was say hi. You know, you might as well be on a parade float waving your hand because that's the end, right? But they literally took advantage and leveraged every aspect of the program. They, and they, and on their own, it wasn't like, like we took, we gave them best practice and things they should do. But the reality is they were good on their own. They were extremely supportive of each other, the other candidates and us. So, I mean, it's kudos to them and their team, not us. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. This is Danny. I see, I hear two things that stand out to me if you want to be successful. Two big things. One, you got to take advantage. Uh, as Sean was saying, of the resources, opportunities. Hey, you're there. Now go take advantage. And it sounds to me like uh, Vanahai did that. Uh, the team, they went out and they did all of those things, which was fantastic. And number two, you're going to receive a reward for doing the hard work. And you just heard of the success that they've had. I'm I, I just going to say this right now. Everybody needs to sign up. If you're trying to get into this space and you want to take advantage of the biggest, largest MSP community around the world, you need to be part of this competition. And I think Sean's going to talk a little bit about the fact that you can still register for the mm-hmm. next uh, pitch at night uh, competition. So we'll get to that in a few because I want Sean to be able to talk uh, real quick. Uh, Sean, why don't you talk a little bit more about how the pitch at IT uh, competitors, how they had to do the pre-day collaboration with other other competitors, how they had to, mm-hmm. um, you try to get them to be more like this is a true competition, but yet more collaboration took place out of the competition. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more about that because to me, it seems like, it seems like Trammy is going to be more like, 
she's going to be more like, I want to be everyone's friend uh, rather than I'm going to be, this is competition. I want to win this thing. So tell us a little bit more about the pre-day collaboration and how that took place. Well, I'm totally going to correct you. If anybody in the competition, Trammy is one that would say, I'm kicking everybody's ass. Uh-oh, she, go ahead. Like, so now the rest of the team, not so much, but the probably the most aggressive of everybody you're looking at right now. Okay. <laughs> um, however, even with that though, yes, I tried to get smack talk to happen. Right. I literally was like, we were on live webinars with like two competitors and I would be like, so tell me about your competitor. And like, they're such great people. They have a great product. You should buy from them. They should. And I'm like, you know, you're competing, right? Like you're like, you should be like, they're horrible. They, they don't even brush their teeth. There's, I don't even care. Take your pick. They, they didn't do any of that. Um, however, what they would end up happening though, the, the collaboration that occurred through the program, which, which we, we highly encourage. I mean, it's, it would be contradictive if we didn't encourage it because we promote community and this is the community. And so when we went down the path with this, we suggested and encouraged, but they took it on to their own to do what they did. I mean, they came to us and asked for suggestions on, Hey, what would you guys do? Because we're, it's, they're working in our space. Of course, they're working in our community, but we gave advice and that was the end of it. And as I mentioned in a previous call, we all had is that, you know, there ended up being a pre-day event that was open that they could sponsor it. You know, so I said, Hey guys, are you interested? And there were some, and, and it was the, the offer was for any one of them that wanted to sponsor it. There wasn't a game plan for me to say this. And they all came back and these, the three finalists said, we'll sponsor together. First, again, you're talking about three startup companies. So we know that money is not, it's, it's an issue if it's not spent wisely. Okay. If it's not invested in the right places, it's a challenge. It's a problem. So to be able to share the cost, create more exposure, educate more people, get more talk time, get more real estate. It's a win, 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 as long as you do it the correct way, you know? And one thing about pitch it itself and that and connect wise as a whole that it was trying to address is we know one of the toughest things to do is stack alignment, right? If you read the CompTIA report every year, they say the same thing every freaking year because it's still a problem. So they've been, they've been putting out this report for how many years now? And one of the core underlying issues is always stack alignment. You know, and now there's various reasons why this exists. We know that. Um, but one of the main ones is just due to vendors not collaborating, integrating together. Right. That's a major problem. The other one is education as to what these even do. Unfortunately, we have buzzword problems. Every company, and especially in cybersecurity, every single cybersecurity company says the same thing. We protect your data. We protect you. And that's where they kind of end. Right. Now. Navana high though they they went they went into the polarizing automated conversation of pen testing which became a very big argument for many people but it set them apart and right away set tone right but now back to the pre-day the importance behind this that was really a big deal is that um they were able to showcase how they were able to work as an independent standalone product so no matter who you're using anchor company wise whether it's ConnectWise or Kasey or whatever right is irrelevant this is for you as a company. And then they were able to tie in with the other two companies with Alert Ops and Humanize It. They were able to tie into them and show how they all collaborate together and how you should be using their tools together because they're all different offerings in different areas of the, of the business. And then how they integrate into ConnectWise, how you know it is a utopia to a degree, as best as can be. You know, So when these MSPs are looking for stack alignment, you already looked at four companies in one conversation because 
you're looking at ConnectWise, and you're looking at these three other companies, right? And, and just to add to that, right before I came on to record with you guys, I had a call with a gentleman named Juan Mack. Juan Mack is a, um, he's, he's an MSP, a very, he's, he runs, he's part of, he doesn't own the MSP. He's very much in charge there of a $40 million MSP. And he runs user group. He's a, he's our lead facilitator for a user group of ConnectWise. Again, he's a user. He came to the pre-day. He came to the pitch of final. And he's actually a client of Humanize It and Vonahai as a result of that. So, you know, now, I, and we just sat down and talked about that just before this call even. So the thing is, it shows the importance of the fact that education came through to him. He under, like they understood, like he looked at it, he was like, oh my God, this makes sense. But had they not taken advantage of the platform, had taken advantage of resources, had they not taken advantage of it, he would never have seen them. He would never have purchased from them. You know, and now, and now he's a fan. So that's, now you've just created an advocate. This is Dave. And Sean, what's interesting is you're dropping dimes, you're dropping names, you're dropping hints. It's like, wait a second now, this, this may not directly impact you right now, but it does not mean it won't change the trajectory of your organization. You've got to come and see what this is about. You've got to be able to come and see the excitement and the thrill of seeing organizations align with organizations like ConnectWise, align with other companies saying, we're trying to do the same thing. We're trying to get the growth. We're trying to get the momentum. That's what you've done. So I love that you dropped dimes there and I'm gonna keep asking you to drop names so we can bring these great innovators and thought leaders onto this program. Uh, Trami, I wanna ask you something about your mindset here. Sean talked about just how you're a go-getter, that tenacity that you have to wanna learn, to wanna grow, to go after it. What are you doing to feed that fire? What are you doing to feed your own leadership growth? Are you into podcasting? Are you into reading? Are you just into mindset, growth mindset training? What is it that you're doing to make sure you're staying on the edge that you reflect the spirit of your organization, Vanahai? Absolutely. Um, I think one of the biggest things that we try to foster at Vanahai um, to have that, you know, growth set mindset is to hold the team positively accountable, right? So because accountability is how you get things done. Um, but, you know, that can come off wrong to some people. Some people might not do well with like the pressure. Some people might think you're pointing fingers. So for us, it's really important for us to create a, an environment where we hold each other accountable, but in a very positive way, right? We're always like, hey, you are so good at this. Can you take care of this? Let me know where I can jump in to help. Hey, what you did last time, freaking amazing. Can you do it again? Um, so we, we understand each other's strengths, right? So I think having that growth mindset is really important to understand what your strengths and what your weaknesses are and working with your team to that, so that you play on those strengths and that you work on those weaknesses. So for me, you know, I always, I, I have, you know, strong skill sets, things that I'm good at. So let's make sure I do more tasks that place in my strengths and whatever my weaknesses are, I will identify them and say, hey, I'm not good at copywriting. I am not good at JavaScript. You know, I'm, uh, there's a list of things I'm not good at, 
But do I need to learn it to grow the company? If I do, I'll invest time in it. If I don't, and I can outsource it and get someone else with that expertise, bring them onto the team and let them run with it so that I can focus on other things to grow, um, that would that would be more efficient. So I think that's kind of what we do here is just focusing on, you know, knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses, and making sure you, you continue to do things that you're good at. One of our core values is do what you love. And that's what we practice. We we try to find people that are really passionate for what they do. You know, I'm really passionate about branding, design, marketing, and strategy. Those are the things that I love. So you don't need to tell me to learn it. I'm going to do it on my own because I love it. And so we find people in all these roles in our organization that we need, and we make sure they just love what they do. I don't care if you come from cybersecurity or not. I just need to know, like, do you love what you do? Do you love doing this task? Because if you do... I know that you will continue to grow and kill it at this role. So that's uh, what we've been doing and it's it's working so far. And then obviously having an open mind and taking criticism, um, having having an environment where you, um, you know, you're really open to feedback and criticism from the team. And again, just keeping things positive, not placing blame, having that teamwork, that cohesion, um, that's been really helpful for us. I'm really fortunate that we've got an awesome team. I love everyone that I work with. They make me love, you know, coming to work and doing what we do. This is Danny. When you love what you do, it's not about the time anymore. It's just time just 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 happens to flow freely. You're not worried about getting off the clock. The positive accountability, as you talked about, that's fantastic. I've been always trying to focus on building up my uh, strengths to make it even stronger. But then I know that my weaknesses, it's been great because when I grew up, Dave picked up the components I wasn't really good at, right? So Dave picked up all the stuff I wasn't really good at when I was growing up, uh, which helped him to become a great speaker, a great business leader. And then I kind of followed and, and developed that later on in my life. But also, oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to say you picked up like the rocks and moved them for you because you know who the smart. <laughs> I, I did all the heavy lifting, all the yeah, heavy yeah. lifting. So like I, I come up with the ideas, David does it. You're the smart one. He's the grunt. That's what I figured. You're. I mean, I assumed that was where we were going. Well, see, if we talk about that, then we'll have to go back in the military days when I had to learn, assume command and then Dave uh -huh. had to come in and do the work, right? Um, but I, I love the positive accountability. That's great. There's so many times where we forget to praise people on the things that they can do well and encourage them on the things they don't do well so they, they continue to ask for help, exactly. ask for feedback. And as a fast, very small, fast-growing organization that's really what I call excelling, we can tend to forget that. And you said you're one of the models, your organizations love what you do. Love it's so fun to work with people you love that, that love what they do. I'm sorry. It's so fun to work with people that love what they do. If you're in a room and someone doesn't love what they do, I don't know if you want to be around that person, right? People love Sean. He doesn't just go to conferences or shows. He, yeah, some, he will dress up. He has the, the flashiest blazer. Uh, he has the biggest smile. Aware. Exactly. Yeah, he shows up in style. That well, first exactly. I'm always happy to be there. Let's be clear. It's yes. It's, so, it, it's I've I've chosen my path. There's and a difference when when you're just starting out. You 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 have to you have to pay your dues, right? Especially in the military, you pay your dues, right? You don't get to pick where you want to be. I'm and once you make that decision, and to Tremie's point, like she she knows what she likes. Do these things. I'm happy to see everybody. Like I, when I saw Trammy, she got a hug. I told her it was, everybody gets a hug. That's how it is. We're all family. We're all here together, you know, and, and we have to treat that way. So I'm excited. And I do have really, I do have some dope suits. Let's be clear. That's one of the things that definitely stands out. You know, Sean loves what he does. He loves being a part of the community. He loves uh, just going out and spreading the good word. 
That's why they call them the evangelists. And so I want to tell our audience, look, don't get defensive when it comes to cybersecurity. Do not get defensive. Get offensive. Go on the offensive. Make sure that you look at automation. Look at Vana High Security and look at the cybersecurity practice that they develop. Allow them to help you automate, make things simple, make things easily able to be understood. By going through this process of pen testing versus just conducting a vulnerability scan, it'll make a huge difference in your business today. And she mentioned this earlier. If you're an MSP, they have something just for you. Not only did they excel with the number of MSPs they signed up because of the relationship with ConnectWise at the Pitch IT competition, but if you're an MSP, you can go and choose a subscription package today. Not only can you choose a subscription package, you can actually put your brand on it. Right? Think about that. Put your brand on it. Then you get to deploy it, click it, and go. I love how they say deploy, click, and go. And they make it so simple for you. And we want to let you know today, just as you listen to the podcast, as you're driving to work, or as you're doing the yard work, whatever it may be, to learn from the leaders that we bring on board, to learn from the experts that we have, they make it easy as well at Vonda High Security. So we want to thank Trammy for joining us today on the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast, along with our special guest, Sean. He brings it all together. He's the community guy. We also want to thank ConnectWise, who are sponsoring these amazing leaders that come onto the podcast. So if you're interested in applying today to the ConnectWise Pitch It competition, make sure you do that. Do not wait. Because by applying to connectwise.com slash the IT nation slash pitch it, you're going to get an opportunity and hopefully you can become one of the finalists like Vana High Security because you heard the testimonial right there on the spot, how much they grew. You heard about Juan Mac. Just being there, seeing it live was the reason why Juan Mac decided to subscribe and also become a user. So don't wait today. Jeremy, thanks for showing up and being a part of our podcast. We really appreciate you. If you want to learn more about Vana High Security, go to www.vonahi.io. Thank you very much, everybody. Awesome. Thank you so much, Danny and David and Sean. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Tram. You're awesome as always. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Please subscribe, download, and share this program. Learn about sponsorship opportunities and become featured on our program. Follow us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. Be sure to also give our other program, Twins Talk It Up, a listen as well. We will see you next time in the next episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership.